0: Hey everyone, welcome to our very first Awkward Alien Transmissions, our new Vancouver-based podcast where we meet to talk about everything going on in the indie filmmaking community and to also give you our opinions on the latest TV shows, films and cat videos. If you're listening to this, then we did it guys, we made a podcast. So, who the hell are we to be whispering sweet, sweet nothings in your earspace? I'm going to go ahead and start on my left.
1: Hi, I'm Anna Issa.
0: I'm Frank. And I'm John. And yeah, this is our very first podcast, Podcast Zero. So yeah, if you're listening to this, then it either went well or it went really badly and one of us is releasing it as some kind of bribe. Blackmail.
2: (laughs) Blackmail. (laughs) So uh, yeah, I guess the first thing to talk about because we need to introduce who we are so you get an idea of who we are, Uh, I guess I'll go first. Um, Yeah, I'm an actor um i'm also a gamer i'm a well shit. i'm a normal person oh no i swore (laughs) one i guess i introduced it. okay so that's gonna introduce our game we've got in uh, on the table here we've got a jar and we all have five coins each coin is like a life so every time you swear certain words i'm gonna give the words as examples what are they shit fuck bitch cunt pussy what else is there
1: i don't think five coins is going to yeah, cover that you've
2: just you've just lost all of your lives in i the told first, you they're just we're examples. like in our first
0: minute of a okay, podcast okay well you've, because i said already...
1: shit
2: a little while ago there
0: okay yeah all right we'll let you offer one as an example to the. yes those were all podcast.
2: examples so, so frank
1: just put a coin in the drawer
2: okay yep so i've got four left and so the whole thing is at the end uh if you lose all your coins um then at the end of the podcast you have to do something embarrassing something ridiculous Something that everyone gets to laugh at. Um, and you can, this this rule's kind of up for debate at this point, but you can get your coins back if you come up with really, really creative insults.
0: But I, at this point, we should mention that you are American as well. Yeah. So you're probably going to swear as much as I am, whereas yeah. Anaisa is, well, is... are
1: South you? We're, like, uh, no, I don't know.
2: You don't know. No. So, okay. How does that feel? You must have like a lost confusion of identity.
1: I do. Everything I've ever made has to do with how confused I am so you're about like my Superman. identity.
0: Wow. You're like Superman. You so don't really. Do you, have to, do you have like a patchwork passport? How does that work?
1: No, I just have a Dutch passport, actually.
0: A Dutch passport? Do they just take people but that never... are confused? So you're Dutch?
1: Yeah, the Dutch just adopt all the confused people of the world. Well, they're all really
0: high all the time, right? So they're just the like, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm
1: just like, yeah, um, I'm, I'm enjoying
2: our nation. <laughs> I think I, <laughs> I can imagine that marking slogan: Confused about your identity? Become a Dutch citizen. Confused about your your identity? You're probably Dutch.
1: Yeah, yeah probably realistically know, though, right. the Netherlands has way too many people in their tiny, tiny plot of really? land, so I don't think they would be like welcoming all the lost citizens of the world.
2: Oh, that's a shame. Lost Boys Unite! I'm from in Neverland.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually from Neverland.
2: Neverland. <laughs> I'm from Neverland. I'm Wait, a they don't girl. <laughs> take girls. Oh. Well, they do now. Uh-oh. Oh,
0: of course, after you, we done with them. Yeah. Speaking of Neverland, did you see that there was that musical the other week with uh, Christopher Walken playing Hook? It was like a live no. TV musical. Um, I, I don't know who, I forget who played Pan, but Christopher Walken was Hook. And apparently, like, the whole thing was building to, you know, the big sword fight scene on the end of the boat. And it was just so bad. Like it was bad? Because it was all completely light, And apparently, you're just watching these two guys have this sword fight that looked so pathetic. And, yeah, but I kind of
2: want to see, I kind of want to watch it and and see Walken as Hook. It would be one of those movies where you create a drinking game with it to go with how bad it is. (laughs) (laughs) Um... I did hear about the, uh, there's the new one coming out possibly that's uh, got, I uh, don't oh, know, it is, it's not a possibly, it's coming out, it's got, oh my gosh, the yes, Australian guy, please Wolverine, why am I blinking? Hugh Jackman.
0: Thank you. Yeah, he's, yeah, and that's, he's playing Hook.
2: That looks kind of crazy,
0: because, he, no, he's not playing Hook. Oh. I Hook? watched the trailer for oh, that. I, I okay, who's he playing? He's playing, I think he's playing Blackbeard, or like, an unknown right. feeling, because you're watching the train and you're like, oh, this is cool, that's, but that's Hook. But it's set he doesn't in, like, like, the
1: Peter Pan universe? It, and It's all
0: Peter Pan, you're following Peter Pan, and then at some point, this dude, this kind of attractive, long-haired dude, shows up and starts to help Pan. And you're like, yes. oh, cool. And then he turns, he's like, what's your name? He's like, oh, I'm Hook. And they shake hands, and then yeah. get on with the rest of the movie to take down Wolverine. Well, Hugh Jackman. Because
2: <laughs> 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 you can't kill Wolverine. Um, at
1: any point, usually. do you think Hugh Jackman's going to be shirtless?
2: Of course. Okay. Yeah, it's a pirate ship. Oh, Are you kidding? So I'm many guys I'm get on shirtless
0: on pirate ships. I watched Days of Future Past again the other day. Like, I don't particularly like that movie, but...
1: It got nominated for one of those uh, Worst Movies Awards. What's Did it? that called? The oh, G- the, the... I
0: say, uh,
1: raspberries The Razzies. The Razzies. If,
0: if you notice that voice, by the way, that just chimed in somewhere in the background, oh, that's yeah. our producer, Neve. That's
2: Neve in the background. <laughs> We also win a, win a prize if we can make Neve laugh. Oh, but yeah. If we can make him audibly yeah. laugh or audibly swear or say almost anything, then... We win something. Yeah. I think we should get a coin back. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's a, a really good, yeah, good plan. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. 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 Okay. okay. So okay. That'll... But the
1: only person right now eligible to get a coin back is you.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm sure that if we miss someone swearing, then the listeners will be like, "Hey, they totally let that fly by. Yeah. Like they totally didn't notice." Because naturally, when we talk with each other, we swear all the time. I'm so we thought British.
0: Be... If you hadn't noticed, so it's yeah. Just...
2: So yeah, might so, as well what? You, you carry You're on. British?
0: I'm British. Yeah. What is? I'm not what? from New Zealand. I'm not Australian. Irish. I'm also not Irish. No, British. You
1: seem
2: so Scottish.
0: Scottish? I can't. I can't be Scottish, man. <laughs> it's my Scottish accent.
1: Okay, you just defended a percentage of our listeners. So, um... All the it's Scots a very, that listen to us. It's a very small percentage. I'm sure there's lots of and
0: as soon as they were like, there's an Englishman on this podcast. No, I'm not listening. I'm not listening to that. Fuck that lad.
1: <laughs> oh. oh! Oh, shit! That's a coin. Oh! <laughs> that's two coins! <laughs> John said, yeah oh, F twice. Yes, <laughs> congratulations."
0: I am I'm no, no losing longer a loser
2: right now. Yes.
0: Okay. And, anyway, I was giggling about, but, not I was
1: about, <laughs> but not audibly.
0: I was talking about Hugh Jackman's ass and Days of Future Past. There's this oh, opening scene. kind of stands not not up a swear word. and yeah, uh, uh, yeah, ass is on. And he stands word. up and goes to the, this window randomly, like after he's gone back in time. Just kind of stands there, and I'm sure I saw like an uncut version, but it felt like he was standing, just with his ass showing. For like thirty seconds, just just one long shot. Like you might as well have uh, zoomed where, in on where it. Where can I see this? Days of Future Past. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll pay to see it. And honestly, for 30 seconds. When, if you watch Days of Future Past, just watch it up to the Quicksilver scene. You'll know the scene because you'll be
2: like, "Damn, that was cool." And then stop watching because the rest of it's pretty terrible. Fair enough. It, it took me <laughs> until now to clue in what the heck Days of Future Past was. The entire time I was like, "He's talking about a movie with Hugh Jackman. Cool." And now i finally clued in you're talking about an X-Men yeah, movie. Yeah, I'm sorry, X-Men. Wow, that that took a while. I'm sorry, I used a short Oh, it's okay, to... it's okay. Days of Future Past, X-Men, where he plays, yeah, and without complete plot spoilers, he goes back in time. Yeah. So, okay.
1: at what point do you guys think X-Men started to f- fail, or has it been kind of back and forth the, the entire time? Yeah, the movies. I've
2: never really been terribly happy with any of them. X Men Two was pretty good. No, the Wolverine origin story I actually enjoyed. I wasn't super happy with some of the things they did, but I actually enjoyed. I thought it was a fun ride. So you're the one. I'm <laughs> the one person. The you're one the one person, person who liked that. that. Not not like the entirety of it, but I enjoyed it. I did enjoy it. I enjoy all the X Men movies, but there's you know some things I wish they'd done a little better. I like First
0: Class was good. I like Matthew Hall. Ooh, yeah. First Class was cool. Days of Future Past just wasn't a big fan of it. I thought, mm. the, yeah, the Quicksilver scene's great. But yeah. Apart from that, eh, it's, just, it's just not good. I hear you. I'm glad that from Origins though, Ryan Reynolds has actually, who play, he played like a Deadpool in Wolverine Origins, mm-hmm. and he's recently just got the Deadpool movie, standalone movie off the ground with him to star in it as well. He's been trying to get that movie made for years because he loves that character. And I'm always kind of impressed by that, like like when actors genuinely seem to love characters and want to get that, want to get something made of them. Yeah. But do you know much about Deadpool? Okay. No. Nope. Frank. Uh, me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Deadpool is kind of like Wolverine. He's kind of invincible. But the good thing about Deadpool comics is that he breaks the breaks the fourth wall. All the time. All the time. So the whole thing talks about him being a superhero in a comic book and kind of how ridiculous it is.
1: But is he breaking the fourth wall, as in he's talking to you? He's talking to the audience. Okay.
2: Yeah, he's talking to the reader. And he's pretty pervy, but in a really funny way. Because the thing about the audience, the audience is all dudes. Well, mostly. That's a bit sexist. Well, I mean, (laughs) the comic is a bit sexist. That's fair. He's like, um, and... uh, What else about him? I mean, he has samurai swords. He has machine guns. He pretty much uses any weapon that he can. He does crazy stuff because he thinks it's fun. Like, he is a psychopath. So
1: wait, is he a superhero or a villain? He kind of treads the line.
0: Like, he'll Uh, help the X-Men if they really need him to help, but he'll mock the fact that he's helping the X-Men.
1: Didn't Ryan Reynolds play another super something?
0: Green Lantern? Ryan Reynolds has been...
1: They're yeah, they're let's talk universe. about that.
2: I
0: don't. I've never watched it.
1: <laughs> me neither. I've
0: watched it a few times. A few times. <laughs> I am. If you are not looking good so d- far. Hey, like I you, am. Do you like
1: Green Lantern?
2: You you hush, you like? <laughs> hush puppy. I think we're
1: about to fire Frank.
2: <laughs> I am the one of the not the biggest because I know someone would beat me, but one of the biggest fans of Green Lantern. I love Green Lantern, Hal Jordan, and everything that the Green Lantern stands for. Um, you know. Uh, the power of will, and how your imagination is your limit, mind is your limit, and so I have always loved the comics since I was a kid, and then um, right after Spider-Man, and who I know Neve also loves, and Neve's a big fan of Spider-Man, anyway, um, so when the movie came out, I was really excited, like Green Lantern movie, finally, like hopefully this does it some justice, I was really young, and I was like, Oh, really young. When did it wow. come out? When Can did it come up, out? Niamh, Can you we... wake up when it came out, please? <laughs> Wait to age me. <laughs> I, think it, I think it came out five years ago. No, more than that. No, it was before I was in university. Okay, look I it was up. here. Uh-oh. Okay. So I was really young five years ago. <laughs> and um, And anyway, I didn't think it was a great movie, but I did enjoy it. And then I, was, then I started to become more disappointed as I realized how it could have been done better and how it really did not stick with the story at all, like throwing Parallax into a sun. like that. I know nothing about Green Lantern, so I'm just going to smile oh, and nod at that point. Okay. Like, oh, okay. okay. Sure, Parallax into the sun. Ba- yeah. Parallax for the longest time wasn't really like known as a, a threat. It wasn't a big problem. I mean, they understood that the Green Lantern ring had this uh, flaw. It, had, it was powerless against the color yellow. And this was a big problem in like the beginning comics, um, and then it turns out it's it's taken advantage of it because Parallax, who is the entity of the color yellow, was trapped inside the battery on the planet of the Green Lanterns, because the Green Lanterns are a police force of the yeah. universe. I feel like I'm losing eyes. Anyway. No, no, I'm okay. totally into it. Okay, so um, I'm just confused anyway. about the yellow thing. The, like why yeah, Why it's, is it's, Green
0: Lantern's biggest it's all thing mental.
2: yellow? It's all <laughs> mental. Like Green Hal Jordan, when he comes there, he's like, he's questioning why is why is yellow a problem? Why can't we defeat it? And he tries to go up against it and Kilowog, who's like the guy that trains all the recruits, is like, you know what? Uh, what is he called? Pooser. He calls everyone Poozers. It's like, uh, just just saddle up, Poozer and deal with it. You know, it's something that we have to learn with. If it's yellow, you can't touch it. And and it's like okay, and so even school buses. Green Lantern is powerless to stop school buses because they're yellow. Seriously? Yes. There is actually a comic where it happens. He's trying to save kids in a school bus, and he can't. That must really be good
0: for him as well. Like doing stupid things, like doing the dishes. It's like oh, sponges yellow. Ah,
2: that's why there's green sponges. They make blue ones too. Sponges are green now. Oh, I only buy (laughs) yellow sponges. Well, I can never do your dishes now with my. Green power okay,
1: ring. what if one of these green guys were, like, colorblind or had some, some issues hopefully distinguishing colors?
2: Hopefully they wouldn't be chosen.
1: <laughs> oh, I see. Because a Green
2: Lantern is chosen from a quadrant of space because the, the Guardians, no, no, not the Guardians, the, the uh, not the, uh, there's, I think it is the Guardians, Guardians of Oa or something. Anyway, these little blue guys. I'm sure they'll tell us in the comments how wrong you are. Yeah, <laughs> someone, will, someone will correct me. Anyway. <laughs> They created these rings, and these rings search in these quadrants. This the universe is separated into quadrants, and the rings choose someone from the quadrant. As the story progressed, it became it wasn't just one Green Lantern per quadrant. It became two, and then, as the story expanded, the quadrant that Earth is in, because a lot of bad stuff happens in our quadrant, they ended up expanding it recently to five Green Lanterns. So, because at one point the main Green Lantern died. Someone else took it up who was human. And then that main Green Lantern actually wasn't dead and came back. Of course. And so there were two of them. And they're like, okay, well, we've got two now, so we have to expand the rule. And anyway, so Parallax was killed in the first movie. And that was really disappointing because Parallax has a huge story, a huge involvement in everything. I don't know. No, I do know who wrote the story for a Green Lantern movie. But um, I think that they just cut off too many things. Too many yeah. opportunities and especially his training that happened in like a weekend, not even in like 12 hours, that was unrealistic. But you liked the movie a long time ago <laughs>
1: when he was very when young. When I was very
2: little, okay.
0: 2011. 2011. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> just, for, just so the, the audience uh, can get an idea of like just, just how old you, old are. you are. Like, you're 20, gonna be 25.
2: 25, and it is 2015 now, so you were 21. Shish. 20, you were Be old quiet, enough to drink, and you gosh, enjoyed the gosh. Green Lantern movie. <laughs> oh, my god. When oh, you drunk when you No, it the was green not <laughs> 2011. I refuse to accept this. I was in high school. Everything stupid I've done was in high school. <laughs> Everything. Mm. No. No. Oh, man. No, no? <laughs> no you okay, anyway. Anyway, so... Don't look Green Lantern. Yeah,
0: Ryan Reynolds has been several different heroes, but... Um, speaking of heroes, did you see Arrow?
1: The, the finale? Mid-season yes, the finale. mid-season finale. The mid-season finale is all I think about every day, all the time, since I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> It's haunting me.
2: What do you think about what really,
1: yeah? Well, as someone who has not read any of these comics or have I, all I know is the show, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, you know that there's another half of the season, and so, s- spoiler alert, he can't be dead. Um, <laughs>
2: They also got um, picked up for season four.
1: Yeah, yeah. one a, a whole other about, season.
2: Yeah, so he maybe definitely just can't be maybe Diggle, is <laughs> just gonna
0: put on the, the Arrow costume and and take see. over the mantle. Like, wouldn't that be cool? We'll, we'll
2: see about that.
0: How Diggle's we... pretty badass. Diggle Diggle's the best. He's the best see. driver on television.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: see, the best see. rich
1: boy babysitter. Yeah, yeah. I
0: want to see more of him kicking butt. Yeah. yeah, that's I think I think we need more Diggle action. That sounds... (laughs) Oh yeah, that's what I call my
2: penis. (laughs) (laughs) If you call it Diggle. Yeah, babe. Yeah, babe, I'm going to introduce you to someone special. I call him Mr. Diggle. (laughs) Yeah, so I think we need more five,
0: Diggle, action. Mr. Diggle time. Yeah, yeah.
1: I think the next time Frank says Diggle, he has to put a coin in the yeah. door. No!
0: Uh. Hang on, actually, you know what? I think Diggle officially became the first swear word that we could get away with. <laughs> like, oh,
2: you Diggle. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh. should I get the points for that, or? All right, take we... one back, take one back. Uh, okay. Oh, um, what if we ended up getting a surplus of coins? We could take other people's coins.
0: I think we're gonna to have to. I don't think we're gonna get that far. <laughs> we're like 15 minutes into this podcast, and uh, um, <laughs> we've already lost several coins. But I want more. I want more Diggle, and I also want more Roy. This I love of,
1: Roy. I feel I like Roy's Roy. done
0: very little, except kind of been like, "Oh, I'm no, I'm I'm good." I think that's just been anytime mm, everyone's mm, like, "Hey, we should see how Roy is." Yeah, and I feel like, like oh, they I'm never good.
1: like they never really addressed how he really felt about giving up his relationship with Thea to join. The Arrow thi- team. Yep. It's mm-hmm. like I felt like there must have been an episode coming where he was gonna have to deal with those feelings, but no. Suddenly he just turned them off and moved on, and he's okay, but not really. That's no. There's no yeah. way.
0: it's yeah. very bizarre.
1: I mean, maybe it'll, it because of the build up with the whole Thea and, uh, and
0: Merlin, what's her
1: name thing. Yeah. Merlin, Merlin, Merlin and um, Sarah. Mm. Maybe something will come up soon, but I still feel like it's. Yeah, I have heard overdue. that for the
0: next four episodes, though, apparently, Arrow's not in it. Ollie, Ollie's apparently not in the next four well, episodes, and we just focus on Diggle and not... Roy being heroes. Yeah, which I would rather watch. Oh, it's what we're talking about right yeah, now, That's what we want to see. Yeah, and
1: <laughs> I don't know, I I really like Ollie. You just, is <laughs> it, probably just the, it for the No, sa- it's not. It for the
0: salmon? Salmon ladder?
1: It's not the salmon ladder. It's not the abs. I think there's just like. Sure.
0: A little bit of the abs.
1: A, a little bit for the abs. But... Maybe it's Diggle. <laughs> <laughs> no, they haven't shown that yet. <laughs>
2: I don't think they will.
1: <laughs> I think
2: the actor honestly wants a vacation. So he's like, can you just kill me off for a few episodes so I can go to the Bahamas with my family? <laughs> or just take care of my him, kid? Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: His kid is adorable.
2: I'm not gonna lie. I follow
0: She's him on really cute Yeah, me he's too. like saving the world one follower at a time. Yeah,
2: them, yeah, that know. cancer thing. The uh, yeah. F cancer. I think
1: like, that's part of well. why I really I, I like that he's a part of Arrow. It's not even his character or his performance or anything. Like he's good, but it's I just I think he's like a cool person. He's a cool. He's a really no. He's like <laughs> he's, oh, he's a, cool he's a modern. He's a modern celebrity in a way that a lot of celebrities aren't. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like he's really in touch with his fans. He's really um, he's got causes, he's got motivation to actually do yeah. things in the real world and it's kind of a rare thing to see. And yay, yeah. he's Canadian. Um Is he? he's, so from Toronto, he's
0: from, from Toronto. Yeah. Um, none, none of us are Canadian.
2: But we are but in Canada
1: and we, want, <laughs> we love Canada. And we want to
2: stay here as long as we can. <laughs> yeah. So yay yeah, Canada.
1: Give us residency. residency. Some of
2: us are still working on that. Most
0: of us. <laughs> But yeah, like I, I, I know what you mean, and yeah, I think that he's, he's really, he's really approached that, and like I was never, I think I saw someone that said that he got like an extra three million fans in the course of a year wow. on Facebook, mm-hmm. and that's a lot of that is due to the good stuff that he's doing. So that's
1: pretty yeah, cool. he's someone I don't follow most random yeah. celebrities that I watch shows of. It just happened that I. I realized through other people sharing his posts that Stephen Amell was someone who's like super involved and invested and Mm -hmm. it actually comes across like, I'm pretty sure he's the one posting his own things. He's he's not paying someone else to do it and he's actually connecting with people, with real people. Mm -hmm. I love the Fan Art Friday thing. I love the Meme Monday thing. Like he's got really, he's setting up a tradition within his own following yeah. and, uh, and it's, it's really fun to be a part of.
2: I agree, I think he's embraced his brand because I mean that's really what like um, actors do become is like they're selling a product you know which is themselves, and they are a brand and sort of like you know a lot of times celebrities and tabloids that can taint your brand or whatnot. So he's doing a great job with the brand that he has and he's expanding it and he's making it stand for something good and I think that that is something that a lot of people and you probably are attracted to and
1: he's he seems to be in control of it, which is honestly something that you don't you don't um, always yeah. see. There's a lot of famous people out there who would rather have zero interaction with people maybe because mm, they've been jaded mm-hmm. by the kinds of um, rumors that have been spread or the way the paparazzi has treated them, etc. Um, so I really th- I really hope that more and more celebrities start yeah. to take this approach where it's not about presenting an image, it's about being honest and being yourself with your Mm-hmm. to your fans and with your fans directly and as is possible now with social media, right?
0: So, mm-hmm. okay, but going back to Arrow, as a show slightly, like, I did also hear that um, Brandon Routh playing who is going to become the, a- the Atom within mm-hmm. Arrow. Yeah. Apparently going to get his own spin-off show as well.
1: Whoa. All the spin-offs.
0: So that could be, and I'd be all for that because I kind of love Brad- Brandon Routh. I thought he was a great Superman and I would like to see him. He and was he, right. he I, I, I like yeah he was Superman. Yeah, when you I'm, told me I'm that I'm still that waiting out. for
1: the last spin-off to win me over to be honest. Well, Flash? Yeah. So
0: you're still on the fence on I'm Flash? I'm still on
1: the fence. I think there's there's good things about it but I and I really like um
2: It's because that actor is not as dreamy or darky. No, no I,
1: mean, I, he's, I he's the only reason I watch it. I totally,
2: like, he's I totally agree. He's the only reason I watch it. Grant I really Gustin. like
1: him. Grant Gustin is yeah. uh, is phenomenal just as as kind of an on-screen presence. But the rest of it, the writing is kind of off. Yeah. Some of the characters are really strong, but then, you know, like, um, I'm sorry, I'm bad with names. Oh, I don't remember uh, the names. <laughs> the girl he l- he's in love with.
0: Oh, yeah. Iris. Yeah, exactly, you don't with remember Iris, her name. With Iris,
1: she's, okay, I don't yeah. remember her name. And, and That's part of yeah. the problem. Um, she doesn't, she doesn't, I'm not interested in her character at all, like mm. if anything I, I want her to be moved aside so that to make way for more interesting people to come on the yeah. show like she's she's pretty <laughs> she's you know she's got a history with him but I aside from that her her psycho, her, her psychological approach is like I know nothing I, I know nothing about yeah. her as a, as a person
2: I like the, the her iris' dad can't remember his name uh, the one that ended up raising Barry mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. The detective, I don't Yes, know what his name is. I
2: actually like him. Their connection is very good. Um, I create
1: He's I, fantastic I on that the on that they
2: have. And yeah. then also um Barry Allen's dad, who's in jail. Yeah. At first, when I first saw the pilot, I was like, Okay, like this parent relationship with a child actor here that's supposed to be Barry Allen, like I'm not really buying it. And then when I saw older Barry Allen uh, Gary with uh, the the dad in jail. I was like, oh my gosh, like yeah. the Christmas one. I think not the Christmas, not the midseason, or maybe it was the midseason when he's like dad. He like tells his dad like, I'm so sorry, you know, like I couldn't, you know, I had an opportunity, but I couldn't save you or any of this. Yeah. and his dad gives him a spiel about yeah. like you need to let go and all this stuff. I was like, yeah, like, that's really good. Like I totally believe this connection here. It's so nice.
1: The, the kid version of Barry Allen is, I find, yeah. unfortunately, kind of hard to, it's really hard, to, hard to, he's to not believable. He's. I mean, of course, it's really hard to find a child who can act. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Grant Gustin is like, he's yeah. skinny white male with brown hair. Can you please find a skinny white male with brown hair, miniature version, who can act? I'm sorry. I don't like to be rude. I love children. That kid is just, he doesn't, he's so over dramatic. he's so over the top, and for a little while, honestly, the show was that. For the first few episodes, mm. it was trying too hard, yeah. it, was, it was setting a standard that it didn't, it wasn't up to. And I would have much preferred to see a show that was trying to be kind of a more, um, like just introducing the characters, getting to know them in a more natural way. Because they tried true. too hard to set up that. I'm like, arrow kind of thing. Even the yeah. intro, the first minute oh, the, of it, I I know, I, it's right? like, like, I'm Barry yeah. Allen, and I'm like, oh God.
0: My name is Oliver Queen. I was on an island for I'm a the while. fastest <laughs> man alive. Oh wait, no, I, sorry, I love yeah. the
1: Lego video game thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh, yeah. fantastic. Need something pointy and <laughs> <A> green.
2: <queen>. <laughs> <laughs> OK, so what we're referring to is this Lego um, video game that's uh, it's like supposedly an expansion to this Lego Batman 3 or something. Yeah yeah and they and, released
1: a trailer for it and it's quite funny and
2: it's funny because since we watched the Arrow TV show they uh, have a large uh, it's like pretty much uh, my name is Oliver Queen for five years I was stranded on a hellish island or whatever and that's, it's that's
1: pretty accurate thanks and, <laughs>
2: <laughs> the actor in the room <laughs> Yeah, right. and so it's uh, the thing is it's all the main characters from the story but for some reason they're all on this hellish island with him and it doesn't make a whole lot of sense why they'd be there which i don't think is important really
1: i don't think video games need to make sense they just need to be fun
2: whoa they need to make sense
1: no
2: like pretty much it's pretty disappointing the only few things that i will let slide if they don't make sense is star trek star trek is the only thing that can get away with time travel Because that just don't make sense. Should
1: we move on to sci-fi? Because we've been talking about superheroes a lot. We we barely even
2: introduced (laughs) each other.
0: Yeah, okay. Well, I just want to say, though, um, Arrow and Flash, you know, we should take note that they are both shot in Vancouver. Yeah. And uh, in our current... Hoorah. Hoorah
2: for Vancouver Has anyone seen
1: anyone from that show? I mean, aside from obviously crew yes. and stuff, which we probably know. Yep. The
2: girl who plays Thea, I saw her at Whole Foods. <laughs> of course, she shops. At of she looks like she shops she at Whole shops Foods. At Whole yeah. Foods. Um, there was something earlier I wanted to say about uh, uh, Robbie, um, Rob, and how he. Um, Roy? Wait, no, not Rob. What's his face? Ro- uh, <laughs> my gosh, he plays Oliver Queen's sidekick. Roy, uh, Roy, thank you.
1: Another Robbie is actually later. Stephen Amell's yes, brother. Yes, I know. That's cousin. Why I, cousin. Yeah, cousin yeah. that's
2: why I was doing that. Um, <laughs> Roy, I actually liked um, when he saw Thea again, uh, when they were in supposedly in like tropical area, that it was like, oh, like I appreciate the connection that they're having here, and now he's trying to reach out, and he's being very mature about it. shows that he's changed. Um, the thing is, I don't think either of them really made the connection of how there was a change. I mean, I saw her, Thea, trying to be like, why is he so different? But it didn't show how Roy was different, and that's yeah. what you wanted to see mm-hmm. more of. Mm-hmm.
1: That well, Roy it. is also, he's one of the characters that go, he seems to go through a lot of emotional ups and downs, and there's a lot going on with him, but you don't see his, you don't see his struggle as much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's something almost lacking a little bit mm-hmm. with him and I, I could argue that also with Oliver it's the case where Oliver always has he has his, his set drama which is it can't be with a woman because I'm I'm putting them at risk or um, my yeah. family comes first old. and this yeah. he has the same kind of like motto to his character and I really would like to see him break honestly I want to see his yeah. character mm-hmm. come to a point where with who though he can't Felicity, duh. No, no, I'm. A, Felicity, I'm all the against way. Elis- Why? I, okay. Because
0: I just, I've always been against it. Felicity, Although I
1: really liked Felicity, Felicity and Barry. D-
0: and she's been with everybody. She's I, been with. Everybody. It's only Diggle that she has And uh, yeah, the, the Adam. Adam and then so Diggle will be next, right? She's gonna oh, yeah. hear about his
2: Diggle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Diggle is married and has a cute baby.
2: That's another That doesn't stop drafting. That's true. I know that's a weird thing. I'm not relationship. sold on their relationship. Yeah. I love
1: I really like them because they, they feel like a real couple.
2: They're a cool power couple, but I'm afraid I'm not sold on their love. Yeah. Mm. It was kind of odd. It is. I mean they broke odd, up they got a divorce in the first place, right? They yeah, were divorced married, when the show started and yeah.
1: then they decided to be together and have a baby. She yeah, got but like some somehow. reason.
0: Well, I can tell you how she got pregnant, right? <laughs> she had a meeting with his diggle. <laughs> little Diggle. <laughs> right. <laughs> Mr. Diggle, little Diggle.
1: Oh. I'm so glad their kid is a girl.
0: Okay. Oh,
1: diggle right, I, think, I think
0: we should move on from Arrow and Let's Flash. talk about the Oscars. Yes, the Oscars. Shit's
1: coming up. Sorry. Oh. Yes! Uh, yes! Uh, yes. Uh, Finally, she can it. Really I really didn't think I was going to have to pay uh, the I'm jar. I'm glad that we
2: mm-hmm. made S-H-I-T a swear word mm-hmm. just because of that. It counts <laughs> if you spell it, so...
0: No! Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh-huh. I
2: feel like uh-huh. I should. I will just because I got one coin back and I lost one. There. Okay. All right.
1: There's two coins in okay, the jar. So, no, there's Oscars. four. There's four coins two. in the Because he gave two, you gave
2: one, and I gave one, got one back, and then gave one again.
1: So you're losing. uh I held out the longest. Yeah,
2: you did. Oh, in that sense, yes.
0: So, Oscar's thoughts.
1: Um. Today, trending on the internet hashtag Oscar's so white.
0: <laughs> Oscar's so
2: white.
1: Oscar's so white. As the non white person at this table. Um, you
2: do. N- oh my gosh. I'm just kidding. You uh, hardly look any different. I don't. <laughs> if anything, Neve.
1: For the record, I'm Israel. half Pakistani. <laughs>
2: Okay, and Neve is from Israel. <laughs> Neve
1: and is from Israel. Dutch. <laughs> I am half Dutch, half Pakistani. Um, and I'm um,
2: Scots, Irish, French, Italian, no,
1: white. French.
2: Yeah, I am as white as it comes. <laughs> yeah, California, Un-American. right? American, Yeah. Pretty. Right.
1: <clears throat> okay. Regardless. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> so this uh, hashtag has been trending for the last few hours, where basically it's c- it's someone noticed that all of the Oscar nominees. For best actor, or best actress, are white, and oh. all of, none of the and there was a whole thing about how none of the writers or directors are women. Mm-hmm. Um, there are no people of color, as they say, uh, in any of uh, nominated for anything, at all. Uh, so, how do we feel about this?
0: Well, okay, here's the thing. I'm very much of the opinion that if a performance or film is worthy of being recognized it should be recon- should be held up and recognized regardless of, of whether it's it of, of politics whether it's a, a guy or a girl or mm. uh, black white in whatever however in this case there were certain movies and act- actors and actresses who should have been recognized like Selma is being highly regarded as the as one of the films of the year and none of the actors or actresses are recognized for that as far as i can tell yeah. and
1: I I'm did right, a little like, bit of I did a little bit of research into yeah. how like who makes these decisions, who nominates these guys? Because okay, the Academy Awards, who is the Academy?
2: Me. Um, <laughs>
1: there's aside from Frank, there are some statistics that were published in two thousand and twelve. So those are the most recent ones that I found. So
2: after Green Lantern.
1: After Green Lantern. <laughs> okay. Ninety four percent of the Academy members were Caucasian. Seventy seven percent of them. Uh, have diggles. (laughs)
2: Wait. Oh, okay,
1: sorry. 54% of them are over 60. Um, 33% are former nominees, and 19% of them are former winners. But there isn't, like, a list. You can't find out who is in the Academy. So you can't bribe them. No, you can't bribe them. Um, But we do have to question, like, what... Obviously, you don't want to go, let's make 10% of our academy no, exactly, people of color yeah. like you don't want to approach it like that you want to approach people who have made significant contributions to the world of filmmaking and, and invite them to be a part of it but it's it feels it feels like maybe that's where the imbalance starts
2: so yeah. who chooses them how, okay now that's there's the next a board
1: of governors uh, how that many people i'm not actually sure on that pretty old the, white guys <laughs> the board of governors invites yeah. People who have made significant contributions to Don't. filmmaking.
0: I, I feel like Clint Eastwood has to be one of these people. Yeah. Like, he's the oldest white guy in Hollywood. And he's above <laughs> the age of 60. He's, he's above the age of 60. Like he, and he's like an NRA done. Like, he's the perfect American. American. He is. No offense, Frank. But, and also, his film has been nominated across the board.
2: Which one's his? American Sniper. That's his? Yeah. Ugh. Clint Eastwood directed Can you American tell me the title? I thought his would have been Foxcatcher. Why? Because no. <laughs> more boxing.
0: Uh, but, no, American stuff, which apparently, not that great. Like, mm-hmm. look up any reviews. It's supposed to be kind of like, yeah, meh, whatever. And kind of a lazy filmmaking, because he only does one shot, usually, and or one take. So, yeah, move on. Like, like episode one of
2: Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha.
0: But, yeah, so that's the thing, and... I just feel like he should have not been nominated. My my biggest gripe at the moment is there's no Lego movie, which is all across the Twitter because <laughs> that was a good movie. It love it, love everybody it. loved the Lego Movie.
2: So funny! I want to see it
0: again right now. I, yeah, we'll, go, we'll watch, <laughs> we'll it, watch after it later. But the Lego Movie was great. It's nominated for best song. Best
1: song, right? It's yeah. not nominated. Oh, really? It's not mm-hmm. nominated best for best animated
0: song. feature. N- the
2: Lego Movie isn't nominated for best what animated. What
1: are features. the nominees for best animated feature? Um, I, think and we, Zero? I think we. I think
2: Yeah, yeah. Good From for Vancouver. Oh, I have friends that actually sang with them oh, recently. Neat. Yeah. Shout out to Derek uh, Lee and Kate Parnell. So Best
1: animation, Animated Feature, we have Big Hero 6, so The Box Trolls, How to Train Your Dragon 2, Song of the Sea, The Tale of Princess Kagu- Kaguya.
0: I'm going to be honest, three of those, or two of those, I haven't heard of. But the Lego movie, it should be, shouldn't even sure. be nominated for Best Animated. It should be in Best Picture. Because they can yeah. choose up to ten Best Pictures it's, now, yeah. and they've only chosen nine. At one least of which was American Sniper. You yeah, put it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I swear the script was it's actually really... actually Eight.
1: Is it eight? Yeah, there's only eight films. Well, then they missed two
0: choices. Lego Movie and yeah, Why would and you Night do that horror? when
1: you can include two more films yeah. that were amazing? Okay, what about oh,
2: Interstellar? I haven't seen Interstellar. Oh, my but. God. Okay, so Interstellar
1: I Interstellar is mind-blowing.
2: I only... I rarely go to the movies by myself, but when I do, it's because I hear so many good things about a movie. And, and you I, have
1: no friends.
0: Shh. Because you're <laughs> American. Shh. <laughs>
1: And you an know,
2: actor. We start a lot of conflicts. So, friends, I, I got lucky finding you people. Yeah. So, anyway, Interstellar was so good, and I loved sci-fi, and it just blew my mind. I expected it would be on this list, and it is not on here. I think it's on the... I think it's got score, right?
1: Yeah, it's got best score. it got best uh, visual effects, maybe? But it yeah, was... Yeah, visual effects. It was... Like uh, production design, granted
2: Christopher sound Nolan, sound editing, writing it. Uh, he did do a bunch of like, because I also write a. Uh, we all like to write, you know, screenplays, and uh, and one thing I noticed is that when you wrap things up in a story, you try to wrap it up nicely with a little bow on the end, and so when he was uh, okay, I'll try not to ruin the movie, um, but. There were three separate times that this movie wrapped it up with a nice bow. This movie was covered in bows by the end of it. It was wrapped up so well. Thrice, so pretty. But a little bit too much. So pretty. Yeah, it had, like, confetti and sparkles all over the darn thing. So...
1: My my memory of seeing Interstellar, and I, I use my scene points, and I'm not plugging scene, um, and I got, you know, with your with your points, you can actually get... For no added money, you can go see it in AVX and you and can reserve your seats. Thing. I'm still not I plugging them, say, but seriously, it's a good thing.
0: We are looking for sponsors, so if <laughs> Scotiabank wants to sponsor us... Please, send
1: S- us your money.
2: Scene S- 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 go- don't, don't go too far. Let
1: them pay for it. I haven't paid for a movie in a while. But regardless, I'm sitting through Interstellar and I'm pretty sure that my jaw was dropped for... Oh, Probably yeah. 75% of the movie, if not more. And as someone who, like, I had zero expectations. I tried not to see any trailers or anything as I went in. Mm-hmm. So I just went in and was yeah. mind-blown from the first few minutes.
0: Like, I, this year, yeah. the, my my film of the year... Okay, so my films of the year comprise in two categories. Now I have my superhero film of the year, and then I have everything else. Oh! <laughs> and then I have my film of the year that isn't a superhero. Superhero film, obviously Guardians of the Galaxy, but... My other film, film of the year was Nightcrawler. I haven't seen yet. it yet. Is outstanding. Like you're saying about Interstellar, I avoided trailers for it. I was like, I'm not. No, I'd, I'd heard it was good to go and completely blind, and it was it was the best thing I've I've ever done. Like Jake Gyllenhaal, oh, I can't. So so good. Like hmm. the performance of his, of his life. And you, as you say, jaw dropped. I, my jaw was dropping like. How is he doing this? How is he saying these things? And the score is amazing. The editing, like I don't want to tell you anything about it, but please watch Nightcrawler. And that's another one that's been like regarded as being highly snubbed this year. Like the Baftas have yeah, Nightcrawler it was nominated, nominated for nominated.
1: best original screenplay,
0: and yeah, best original screenplay. And it was nominated for, um, and Jake Gyllenhaal was nominated for best actor by the Baftas. Like the Baftas have much a, a much better handle on it in my opinion.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It is interesting how it ends up being the same projects that get nominated for a whole bunch of stuff. Like rarely will something just peek its head in for one nomination. It's like Foxcatchers on everything, Boyhood, Grand Budapest Hotel.
1: Okay, but Boyhood. I have to I seen see it. it. I seen. Oh no.
2: Okay, so okay, all right. So of <clears throat> course, being an actor, I work at a restaurant. This this connects, trust me. And uh, there are two guys that will always come in on Sunday. Well, most of the time. And they usually go out to see a movie on Sundays. And they usually are like... So they've recently been preparing themselves for the Oscar uh, bets or whatever that they do with their friends. A lot of people do this. So have you heard of it? Yeah, I do. I do okay. Friends. So if, uh, if you haven't heard of it, it's pretty much you and your friends get together and you watch the Oscars. But before you watch them, you all fill out a sheet and you circle the ones that you think are going to win. And now the categories, like, if you get... The person to get the most correct guesses will win from the pool because everyone contributes like five or we ten or twenty dollars. I don't think the pool would get very big. We don't have many friends. We
1: have our coins from the swear jar.
2: I've done it for the last couple of
0: years. Normally, someone racks up about $30. Right. Right.
2: And right. then there's also the person that gets the most wrong. Oh. So then that person will get 10% of the pool, and then the person that gets the most right gets 90% of the pool, or whatever the percentage is if the host wants to charge. Um, so it's, these guys go out and they were giving me all this feedback and they told me about boyhood and they said, you know what? We saw boyhood and it wasn't really all that great, but we want to hear your perspective because you're an actor and you're also a screenwriter. So what did you think of it? Like we can understand how it's going to be such a big deal because it's never been done before. Nothing like this shot over this long period of a time has been done before. So we can understand that awe effect, the awe impact but what what else about it is good enough to really put it up there? So what did you guys think?
1: I thought, um, I really thought some of the the performances as well as the characters, the writing, it was so raw. Like, there was a lot of just real moments, and it's really hard in, in film to make real moments that are both true to reality but also interesting. Hmm. They're always amplified. They're always structured and tailored in such a way as to kind of, derive the narrative, or carry you through it, or gain your interest. Um, in Boyhood, it just kind of seemed like there was a lot of... Um, and I, my understanding is that there was a lot of improvising and a lot of kind of... Hmm. Uh, it, the story was built around the people growing and changing, and particularly the kids, the main characters, um, who start out as children, and by the end of the movie reach mm-hmm. adulthood, or you know, 18, yeah. or whatever, go to go to college. And it, it just kind of I feel like it's it's honest. It's got a lot of that. It's got a lot of honesty, and it's got a lot of raw emotion. Mm-hmm. And I, I was honestly baffled. But I also went... It's another movie that I went into with almost no knowledge of what was going on. And I had heard vaguely at some point of a film that actually shot over the number of years.
0: Twelve years I think.
1: Twelve years or something like that. And I had I had kind of a vague knowledge, but I didn't know that it was boyhood. So when I went into the movies it was kind of like somebody on Facebook said it was good and I want to see it. So I went to see it. And uh and this is how I do film. This is what I try to do. (laughs) As much as I can is not be affected by anyone else's perspective. So I go in and I make my own judgment right off the bat and it is really hard to do it's really hard to do with social media filling your yeah (laughs) filling your yeah yeah. all of your um, and it's not like
2: we're trying to do that or anything (laughs) but the thing is this yeah please don't
1: listen to this podcast unless you've seen all the movies we've talked about (laughs) (laughs) i thought it was great um of the best picture nominees i have seen boyhood the grand budapest hotel the theory of everything um has anyone seen the theory of everything
0: i have not i've heard a friend who said that it was it was it was great, and like Eddie Redmayne is unrecognizable by the end of it. His he
1: here. is was amazing. His performance was mind blowing. Um, I I kind of am fingers crossed for him to take take this one home. Um, he won the Golden Globe. I yeah he did, and I think it, it, it's the kind of thing where playing a, a real character, a real fame oh, like someone yeah. who's famous yeah. who everyone has seen. Um, Stephen Hawking is is such a huge presence. Mm-hmm. And it's so hard, it would be so hard to capture that and to really get into his, into his head, especially. you really got to hit it. Yeah, and I, I would, I'd be curious to know how much, you know, how much access did Eddie have to Stephen
0: He had a lot. He, at all. he was yeah. with him a, a lot. A lot. Yeah, I'm going to play devil's advocate, though, because even though I think Eddie Redmayne's performance is amazing, I feel like how much of that, this is going to get me in a lot of trouble, but how much of that would just be copying so you, you hang out with the guy, like, if, if you've ever been somewhere and you're talking to someone who has an accent and then you find yourself saying that accent back. Of course, like we have that every time we're with you. you. Yeah, yeah, never. <laughs> never. <laughs> but you, I feel like and if he hung around with Stephen Hawking for a long period of time, then he could start to really see how he's going. Oh, yeah. Whereas my pick for best actor is Ralph Fiennes for the, for the Grand Budapest Hotel. I, haven't seen it yet. I think that he created a completely captivating and original character, who like
1: but he's not totally nominated. Original. He's not nominated. No, you're making Where shit up. Where did you get that? Blasphemy. <laughs> and I said the S word.
0: Oh yeah. Okay. Well, once again, proving this is nonsense.
1: Yeah. No, he was phenomenal <laughs> in Grand Budapest Yeah. He was definitely. amazing. Um
2: wait I think he, but to go a, back to Eddie okay, okay.
1: to go back to Eddie I think that was only part of the performance was capturing um, Stephen Hawking's behavior and his his external kind yeah. of a- approach um, the other side of it is imagining what it's like to have a disease like that
2: yeah
1: you can't just protect like you can't I mean, you can communicate, he can communicate with Stephen Hawking and ask him what it's like to have Lou Gehrig's disease, but what is it really, how do you really imagine how that feels and then translate that into your performance? Yeah. That's where I feel like he really, he really did a great job. And honestly, we can't, we can't know because we no. don't have, I mean, I mean, thankfully we're not afflicted yeah, with this disease, but it. we can't, yeah, exactly. But actually, I'd be curious. Mm, yeah. Who, who, are there other people out there? Um... Oh, that with do. Lou Garrix, who could speak to his performance and say, you know, this is this is really accurate, or if is you're it...
0: out there listening with Lou Garrix's disease, please comment and let us know. Give us your how opinion. was
1: Eddie Redmayne's performance? You know, I I haven't
2: seen it yet, but I feel like um, something that people are talking about is not only just how he can embrace the you know visual appearance of Stephen Hawking, but also uh, the struggle because he's obviously he's. You know, with the disease he's going through a physical struggle. But he's also, from what I can gather from what I've heard and from trailers, is that he's also struggling so much from, you know, as every character struggles, ideally every character will struggle with a mental challenge. So he's got something else that he's dealing with. And I mean, without you ruining the story for those of us that haven't seen it, do you feel like there was that aspect as well?
1: I feel like. While you were saying all of this, sorry, I spaced out. I spaced out. (laughs) I'll admit. I'm sorry. (laughs) Here's where I I went. Here's (laughs) no, I wasn't.
2: wasn't I wasn't
1: thinking of Eddie Redmayne's Diggle. I was thinking. (laughs) I was just thinking that we're talking about Eddie Redmayne and his performance and how he carried the film. But honestly. The film, uh, which is based on a book, mm-hmm. is not Forest about Stephen Hawking. It's about his wife. Uh, it's, from it's from her perspective. It's uh, from her perspective. Jane, I think it is. I don't remember. Um, she was great. She was really. Her performance was subtle, but it was really nice. Really nicely done. And you can almost can't. We can't cover too much about Eddie Redmayne's performance because it it wasn't so much about him
2: well yeah because after all it's not saying that she's put under best supporting actress she's under she's best, best
1: actress mm-hmm. because the film is about her so it's not well it's about it kind of at some points is about both of them it seems
2: like a co-lead kind of thing
1: i would say i would definitely say that and i think mm-hmm. that as as much as you see his struggle you see hers yeah so yeah, okay. it's not just about what is it like to be a genius and then end up in this position where it's incredibly difficult for you to communicate with others and to control your own body. It's also about what is it like to be the wife of said genius and yeah. all of those. I things. mean
2: cuz I mean it's it's one of those things to be like could you still be in love with the person you're in love with if they went through something like that? Like that's like one of those big questions and I think she deals with that. Like that's something that a lot of people have at one time or another thought about like could I still be in love with my wife or, you know, husband if they were afflicted with a serious illness? Like, would I still stand by their side, you know? And I think she, bring, she brings that up. I mean, I haven't seen it, but I still think that she would bring that question up and bring it to light. And, like, this is a struggle she's dealing with.
1: Well, it's based on the book that was written by Stephen Hawking's wife. So it, it is... Really? Yeah, it's on from her perspective. Wow. So when you when you look at it in, in that respect, um, Eddie Redmayne was kind of... I want to say that he was slightly secondary in in his role, Mm -hmm. and you were more external to him than you were to her, so you were experiencing her emotions, I feel like, more directly, more strongly in the film, although you did get quite a bit of both. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought it was phenomenal. Uh, You guys haven't seen it. No. Go see it. Okay. really it's, it's worth it. it. I don't Somewhere. know. We caught really it. They need to
0: do like a, uh, a run of Oscar movies at certain theaters. Yeah, probably. Before the run up.
2: Okay, let's 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 yeah. all
0: get together and. But, <laughs> okay, maybe, maybe not. But going back to going back to your point and actually, um about, like, could you still love that person? Exactly. Oh, yeah. Did you see that crazy news story earlier this week? Is this related?
1: <laughs> kind of, <laughs> yeah.
0: There was a <laughs> the crazy news story is about his Diggle. No, no. <laughs> did, did you see the, the Eddie news? Redmayne's Diggle,
1: th- Eddie Redmayne's Diggle, About Eddie
0: Redmayne's Diggle. Now the news story about the... This is going to be such a weird tangent. But the news story about the guy who spent 12 years in a coma... Who was completely aware for the majority of it? No. Yeah, so. Um,
1: but he remembers everything? He
0: remembers it. Oh, like oh, really he was shit. totally, like, totally paralyzed.
1: I just said the S word again. Here I go. <laughs> Whoa. So,
0: yeah, but She's no, it warrants to. it. But yeah, he like completely. He could aware. feel, he could, hear, he could, he could heal everything, but he had no control. His brain functions were completely normal. Whoa. So he'd. And he's like, every single day was the same. He's like, I hate Barney. Now, because he w- his mum would wake him up. Barney the Barney the purple elephant. Purple <laughs> <laughs> elephant. That's a weird elephant. But open. yeah, his mum would wake him up, get him showered, him, get him dressed, take him to like the rehabilitation centre or wherever he went. and He'd be sat in front of the oh television every gosh. morning watching Barney, oh. and then he'd leave. He'd go home, and like every single day, and he's completely aware of what's going on, but he can't move or talk or anything. Twelve years. For twelve years.
1: Wait, he was in a coma but he wasn't on life
0: support? He may not be in a coma, it was some kind of uh, paralysis. Yeah, some kind of paralysis. But he's he remembers that at some point his mum came to him, sat by his bedside, held his hand, and said, I wish you'd die. Oh my god. And can you imagine the conversation he would have had when he woke up? It's getting up? really
1: dark. Let's talk <laughs> about Guardians. Yeah, Guardians
0: of the Galaxy, yeah. <laughs> but no, that's a crazy story. Like, so you can see the, see the way that it Groot. goes. Yeah, I am Groot. Oh, Groot man. should
1: be one of our swear words. I
2: had something. Mm.
1: About it. <laughs> I'm Groot. taking a coin back.
2: Uh, I don't know if Whatever. we can allow it. No, you got to use it. You got, yeah, you got oh, to yeah. Oh, I use have to word, use it. Yeah, this yeah that's the you have to find a good, good validated use for it. As I recall, that's what yeah. I did with the the diggle. You're such a yeah. brute. On a complete I don't think that counts. Uh, just little, yet. Yeah, you got, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Well, gosh darn it.
0: I do have some bad news, though, guys, and not just the guy who was in a camp for twelve years.
1: Stop, stop doing that.
0: They, what bad news? You can't see this on an audio podcast, but I was playing with my Diggle.
2: (laughs) Really? I couldn't
0: even see it.
1: (laughs) No, he was rocking his chair, but sure.
0: Um, Yeah, but bad news, guys. The next Avatar movie has been pushed back to 2017.
2: Wait, 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 wait. Do you mean Avatar the Airbender?
0: No. Oh. James Cameron's Avatar. Oh. They've pushed back the movie a year. There's a sequel?
1: I didn't Clearly know there was a sequel. You're both
2: devastated, I There's can tell. three sequels.
1: What? what? <laughs> Is like it three have more? more? They're shooting them together.
2: Is there gonna be more Because that was subtle. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I like
1: what are they possibly gonna do with that? That story was Yeah, you know, self contained and it was fern garlic. Made a fuck ton of money. Fern oh, garlic. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm losing this game.
0: Do you she's have got it? Got oh, one, left. one left.
1: I have one. What happens if I lose? I have to do the, the embarrassing thing. Something embarrassing. embarrassing
2: at the end. Or well, the, or next... I think we need a week to think of something. <laughs> Maybe if you keep using it enough, yeah. it'll it'll work.
1: It's not as good as Diggle. Unfortunately. It's not as good as Diggle.
0: <laughs> um. So yeah, that's bad news, and I know that everyone's devastated
2: about that. So sad. Yeah, so sad. That is. <laughs> Two thousand seventeen will be the next one. What gets me is that Green Lantern's gonna be coming out, the movie, they've like got a planned for two thousand sixteen. Yeah. So I've got a year or so to like make myself well known enough to be the next Hal Jordan. That's that's my concern. So
0: you feel that you would
2: you could be Hal Jordan I think I look in the next D C like, movie? I well it's I would like to not all about be. looks. You know what? When you're trying to match it to a character that has a particular look it it matters a fair amount. I wouldn't say it's all that matters. But um, I'm really curious who they'd end up casting. Uh, hopefully not Ryan Reynolds for it. I was not very happy with Blimey. his performance. Um, but, yeah, that's stressful. That's bad news for me when I heard that. Mm. Anyway, Avatar. Yeah,
0: well, I don't know. That's one of the pieces of news, news that I found
2: this week. We Didn't... were
1: going to talk about Guardians, and then you changed the topic. And I'm really Blue people.
2: Sorry. Blue people. There's There's a correlation. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's talk about Guardians. What did you want to say don't look at me Groot?
1: i wanted us to oh. talk about guardians uh,
2: okay i'm a little um annoyed because so when i first saw guardians of the galaxy i was really excited i, I take knew... that
1: back i don't want <laughs> frank's opinion okay
2: <laughs> too bad uh i had just gotten back from a vacation and i was really excited to see the movie and i knew nothing about it i didn't really read the guardians of the galaxy comics and i was started to write my own script while i was away on vacation and it was a sci fi thing, big budget. I probably won't even be able to get off the ground for another 10 years because it's a trilogy and big budget. Anyway, and as soon as I start watching it, <laughs> I realize the first scene is his mom dying. I'm like, crap. <laughs> oh, shoot. And then as the story progresses, it's this guy. He's like, he's around aliens. And he's kind of like, you know he's pretty good with gadgets and it's just becoming more and more like this story i was writing and i was like oh my gosh like i have never heard i didn't I had never kept track of guardians of the galaxy and now this is a real problem it's going to look like i totally just watched guardians of the galaxy and got a nice spin off idea
0: you know what's weird the same thing happened to me with the theory of everything are you you're mocking me shut up
1: Oh, Groot. <laughs> oh, Groot.
0: But no, I'm, you know, I am I love Guardians as a whole. I yeah, it must be hard to watch good. the movie have, and have those those thoughts going through your mind. But Guardians is great. It's so good. It, it, I
1: finally saw it for the second time again during Christmas break. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. it was just as good the second time around.
0: It, I've seen it five times now. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's great. It's to a point where I'm like, okay, well, I can just put this movie on, and have it in the background, and not necessarily have to pay attention to it. But. Chris Pratt, man. That guy's in everything now. Oh,
1: Jurassic Park.
0: Jurassic World, yeah. yeah. Oh,
1: excuse me. World. Yeah, Jurassic World. It's like Disney World. It's and like Disneyland. Disney World, Disneyland, yeah. Euro Disney. And the thing about that is that <laughs> Euro Jurassic. The thing
0: about Jurassic World as well is that there's so many things in that that normally I'd hate. Sorry, wait, Guardians of the Galaxy no, or Jurassic World? Jurassic World. World. Oh, okay. I'm like, okay, so they've made they they've made making another Jurassic Park we'll call it Jurassic another Jurassic Park movie. So a few years later, different cast, that doesn't inspire a whole lot of confidence. And then the fact that they've cr- genetically modified and created a dinosaur. Like that, from a script writing point of view, that sounds like a terrible idea. Like it's like, okay, so they've just created some, some dinosaur. And then also the fact that Chris Pratt's character seems to have been able to train a pack of Velociraptors to hunt with okay, him. Okay,
1: from what, from what is that clear? Because there's only this the one shot of him riding the motorcycle with the Velociraptors. Because those raptors,
0: he lets them out, and they run along. So they
2: did not attack oh, at him. Oh, I see. He's, so you're assuming, or is this something Because when formed? I first
1: saw oh. the trailer, I kind of assumed that he was trying to like,
2: no, they're run his away friends. from them. they're his friends.
1: They're buddies. Yeah,
2: he is trained oh.
0: Velociraptors. Um, Spoiler alert. But you that can is, kind of That of
1: tell. That is extraordinarily how did, awesome. How did uh, yeah, it I know, cool. and that's the
0: thing. On paper, terrible ideas. In practice, I'm like, I'm going to see the.
1: It fuck only out of works. That movie. <laughs> it only, there goes the coin. It only works because it's Chris Pratt.
0: Yeah, I think so.
1: You couldn't put Ryan Reynolds
0: no. on a motorcycle
1: riding with his no. pack of velociraptors. It would you, not work. <laughs> Van
0: Wilder, Ryan Reynolds? I'd have watched that movie. Uh, maybe.
2: Uh. <laughs> Green Lantern, Ryan Reynolds? Maybe not. Nope. No. No. <laughs> The one from Blade Trinity, maybe. On the, fence, on the fence. He's a bit more Deadpool-y, anyway. Yeah, but I found myself the last couple of
0: weeks. I think partly because of Chris Pratt going back and watching Parks and Recreation.
1: I'm watching that every day.
0: I've never seen it. Like I never. I'm up to season five or six at the moment. How many are there? The seventh season just started. Are they I think. still going? The last, the final season's just started. Oh, wow. It's so good. It really?
1: is so good.
0: Ron Swanson is now my hero. <laughs> uh, it sounds like I have to watch this now. Are you really, like,
2: the first four or five episodes takes a, a while to find his feet? That's usually my, like, cutting, like, I give a, a TV show four or five episodes, like, Battlestar yeah. Galactica. The first four episodes were not that compelling. Yeah. Um, so I didn't You're gonna going to get so much hype for that. I know, a lot of people, especially because we're in Vancouver. Yeah. Uh,
1: I Actually, we stuck through it. We watched all of Battlestar Galactica last year, and uh, it uh, gets pretty intense.
2: I've kind of... I believe I'm that. not it. I, I just like happy ending, like a nice bow at the end of an episode. Star Trek always did that.
1: Frank likes bows. You love I like
2: bows. bows. I love bows on the end of an episode. I like to be able to leave the story and feel like, ah, oh, like... I am at peace. The world is at peace. I know that's not the reality of things, but I like to have my entertainment be pleasant. Even Walking Dead was stressful. I got stressed. Doctor Who, though. Nice bow on the end of every episode. More or less, yeah. Uh, Arrow, Flash all have nice bows. Love a good bow. I love a good (laughs) bow.
1: Uh (laughs) Uh-huh.
2: What are we talking about?
0: (laughs) We were talking about Parks
1: and Rec. Parks
0: and Rec. Right. recreation. You should watch Does it have a nice bow on oh, has it. a has a nice bow on every episode. It makes me okay. well up. I'm like, oh, makes you well up. Does yeah. It make your diggle well up.
1: That's it's just like, inappropriate. Shri-
0: that's just what like, shrivel <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I don't watch it in a cold bath.
2: <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help you. <laughs> Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Um, For
1: those who are wondering why I'm not constantly shocked at these two. I spend a lot of time with them, unfortunately, and am exposed to these kinds of ridiculous jokes all yeah, the time. She's,
2: she's the one girl at a, with three other people. Yeah. <laughs> with three diggles. Three other people. Three diggles. Three diggles. Three <laughs> all the time. diggles, yeah. Anyway, so I guess I'll have to watch the show. Yeah, no, definitely check that one out. That, that's...
1: I kind like of I resisted it for it. a while because I have this sort of aversion to really over the top humor and I was worried that it was going to be re- just mm. beyond what I like you know like if I watch SNL there's there's maybe a 50% of it I really enjoy and 50% yeah, of it I think process, is just too much SNL. and of course Amy Poehler being in it I was like hmm what to what extent is this humor going to push me and how am I going mm. am I going to enjoy it or not and um started watching it and was immediately hooked and I've cool. been I've on season 4 I think right now mm. I have not been as disappointed a single time.
0: Yeah, it's it's oh. there was a, a dip in one of the seasons. I was like, oh, I'm not sure, but it picks itself up. I've actually been listening to Amy Polar's autobiography.
1: Been meaning to get into that. It's
0: I, I listened to the audiobook of it. I'm about two hours in. Mm-hmm. It's great. Mm. Like, it's really interesting. Mm. It's really funny.
1: Did anyone watch The Golden Globes?
0: I did. Yeah.
1: No. You watched it, the whole yeah. thing?
0: Watch the whole thing.
1: Weren't
0: they awesome? It was so good. They were so funny. Although, I did feel like there'd been so much pressure. Like, are you going to do Bill Cosby jokes? Are you going to do Bill Cosby
1: jokes?
0: <laughs> I felt like the the jokes that they'd done were kind of tacked on the end of their speech because they were like, okay, well, we have to do some now. Uh, they were funny, don't get me wrong, but I was like, you could, I felt like it was kind of under, under mm-hmm. pressure. But the Golden Globes was fun. It was two hours of fun, touching. Award giving. Yeah, like, one really of the reasons I didn't it.
1: I didn't want to watch the whole thing is I was worried it was just going to be tedious. Yeah. Um. But you know, I watched I watched most of it uh, online afterwards, and it was great.
0: Yeah. I, and Ricky Gervais was funny. I like I I don't know I I loved him hosting. I think. everybody else hated him because <laughs> he just insults people. But. Him coming out and like Br- even British, out into the world, British humor. it's the British humor. Yeah, yeah like if I, no people. one's being insulted, then I'm probably not into it. Yeah. And Tina idea. and
1: Amy to me are like they're they're two people that I have a lot of respect for in the film industry mm. or in the television industry and in they, the media. They bash they bash TV a lot. Yeah. It was hilarious. Yeah.
2: Um, no one is safe.
1: They're just they're just women who seem to have no like they're. At least in appearance, they're not—they're not so tied down by the illusion that women have to be beautiful and they have mm, to always be yeah. presented sexually and they always have to be a certain way. <laughs> and in that in that respect, I find that they're really inspiring women. And that's one of the things that drew me to Parks and Rec when I first started watching it is I was I was really impressed with how the ro- the roles of women are just they're equal to the yeah. roles of men. They're very they're very well balanced cast and they're very well balanced characters in the yeah. sense that you know the men aren't necessarily smarter or bigger or better no, no. or driving the story any, any more than yeah. the women and it's it feels more real it feels more honest to, to what what real co-work what it's like in a co-worker environment where people are treated equally and it's great.
2: I, I, uh, I totally agree with you and it just made me think of Tina Fey's book that she had and on the cover it's got her face with two arms like two man arms,
1: arms. yeah. I just saw that one.
2: I was just wondering about the symbolism in that. Like what if it's like her face, her pretty, you know her pretty face with the hands of a man. Like she goes about like her entire life doing things like a man would. I I don't know. If that's just like kind of a shot in the dark. But
1: what's the title of that book again? Can someone can you look it up, Neve? I just saw it the other day. Um
2: but I mean, because she has kind of grabbed life, and from the sound of things, she's I think that's true, part of it. I mean.
1: But I think that it, we've reached a point with Tina and Amy, particularly, where I don't think that they're comparing themselves. I think that they're they are not. they they're individuals and they're extraordinary as mm-hmm. they are. Yeah. Um, and the fact that the, you know they're comedians really helps. I think to, yeah to push Comedy. their image.
2: Yeah, humor definitely gets spread out a lot more. Like mm-hmm. uh, passed out, gets farther reach.
1: Is it um, Bossy Pants? Bossy Pants, bossy there pants. you go. Mm. That's a... Yeah, yeah I've actually been, been meaning, meaning to read that one and the yeah, Amy def- one. Yeah,
0: definitely check out um, Amy Perlis. Like, I haven't read Tina Face, but mm-hmm. Amy's is really enjoyable so far. It's very touching as well. Like, I, I'm i a pretty emotional dude, and I'm finding myself sitting in my cubicle,
2: like, hiding my face. <laughs> in your cubicle. Awkwardly <laughs> hiding my face. While, like, so, hold I don't have any problem with you being emotional, but you're reading at work? Audiobook. Oh, gotcha. are <laughs> yeah. Still. What, how, wh- Earphones. Yeah. And then you hit play. No, I, okay. And
0: <laughs> the, the audio comes into you. It's amazing. So you,
2: your work, I don't, what do you do? I can't divulge that. Okay. So your work doesn't, you can focus on, you can multitask? Yeah. I
0: can't do that for the life of really? me. Really? Nope. It, like if I come across something that I need concentration, I can hit pause. but. For about 80% of my day, I listen to podcasts. Or I can't
1: not multitask. Oh, I can't audience. not be doing two yeah. or three or really? four things at a time. Oh. I, I'm basically incapable. Like, this is the most time right now, having a conversation with you guys is the most time I've spent focusing on one single thing. No, no in you're thinking years. about what you're
2: going to do tomorrow, too. Same
1: I'm mostly thinking about which of these movies I should watch before the Oscars <sighs> happen.
2: Well, because Night I Nightcrawler. is Night yeah, on my I list now. I can't focus. I want to
1: see the Imitation Game. Does anyone want to oh, see yeah. the Imitation Game? Yeah. I love
2: Benedict. Totally. I love
1: Benny. See. Totally.
2: I may I have a screener Benny. of that. Benny.
1: Yeah. That's a Benny. door. Of you ball. know, I love Benedict Benny. Cumberbatch
0: is the only person you can say his name in any kind of way, and people still know who you're talking about.
1: Do you, did you Cumber, see
0: that he? Jem, Cumberbatch. Jim Cumberbatch. Jim Jamin Bumbatatch. <laughs> <laughs> you know who I mean. Benedict Rumbadatch.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, that guy. Flemington oh, Rumbadatch.
1: He's adorable. I, I'm i still... I curse... I, will, I won't curse right now, but I curse every day because Sherlock is not an ongoing thing. Yeah. Because it's magical. I know. It's that, so what good. What
2: is it? It was a couple of weeks ago someone posted on Facebook about uh, uh, celebrating a year from now the next season of Sherlock mm. will be out. And I'm thinking... A, a year, year from yeah. now. It's
1: been like six months. Well, they're so I know. busy,
2: the two of them. Busy. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah, totally. Yeah. Hobbit? It's not just yeah. the two of them, like St- Stephen Muffet, Muffet uh, running, um, working on Doctor Who, and, you know, it's. Wait, Obviously, Stephen, they all have commitment. Who's Stephen Muffet and Sherlock? Um, he's the writer. He's the, he, is he,
2: he also plays, because one of Sherlock's brother. Sherlock's yeah. brother. He's is also a writer as well. He's one of the writers too. So he's... that's Stephen Muffet. No, no. Oh. No, he's, Stephen mean Steven you... Moffat's not uh, seen on in the show. No, he's no. Like, okay never mind.
0: No, but he does Doctor Who and
2: uh, yeah, no, Doctor I know I knew about Doctor Who cuz he did a lot of the specials, Christmas yeah. specials and stuff. Um but yeah, okay. Sh- should we talk about Doctor Who?
1: I just watched uh, one of the ep- one of the episodes written by Neil Gaiman.
0: Oh, the Tardis one.
1: Uh the one where they're on this crazy planet outside of the universe and what? I'm watching series 5, I think. Uh they, they, they leave the universe. He clearly says we're, li- we're going outside of the universe. Yeah. And then the TARDIS becomes a woman. Yeah, that's a yeah. great episode. Oh, yeah. That yeah. one's just Neil Gaiman. I won't say anymore. So good. But um, I yeah. thought that was really entertaining.
2: Yeah, that, that one's great. That was a Matt Smith one, right?
1: Yeah. I caught
0: up on all of the Doctor Who over Christmas, so I'm now totally up to yeah, date. Yeah, I'm up to date. I am yes. not.
1: I've literally only it, watched Series 5. Minus the original
2: stuff oh, yeah, in the 70s, I, minus that. Like,
0: I didn't, I kind of came in and out yeah. With Tenant, I didn't see too much of those. Like I, I was in the UK when it started, and I watched. The in first
1: the 70s, when it started.
2: <laughs> You're not that old.
1: Are you? How are you? Are you? What?
2: F
0: you.
1: <laughs> okay, audience. If anyone can correctly guess John's age, you can have the money in the jar from yeah, the cursor you don't know what kind of coins
0: were you? Yeah. Um, but I was. Yeah, I was there when that started. When with. Christopher did. Oh, the uh, leather jacket guy. The leather jacket did. And I watched the first few episodes. I was like this is
1: oh, it terrible. was terrible. Yeah, it was not good at all. It was so well, bad.
0: Like I didn't yeah. like Mickey. And I was like, this guy's awful. Um, <laughs> it was
2: ridiculous. Billy
0: Piper was in it, and like I know Billy Piper from being a pop singer. Really. And then suddenly she's in Doctor Who as she an actress. I'm like, what? What are you doing? Yeah, she was a pop singer. Mm. And. And then I just kind of, like, ducked out of it. And I came back with Matt Smith. So I pretty much missed most of the tenants stuff. Oh, David. Uh, David's still my favorite. Really? Yeah. But Clara is my favorite
2: companion. Yes. But she's hated online. She, she There's she's actually... so Recently hated. she's a little annoying, but I think it's because of the character she's made. She's made such a good character mm. that we're annoyed with the character. Uh, and that's fine. It's not like she's a bad actress. It's just that the character she's created is so like controversial for whatever reason.
1: Can we talk about the fact that Amy Pond is Nebula?
0: Nebula. She is Nebula. Because yeah, the first yeah.
1: time on Guardians.
0: Guardians of the Galaxy.
1: Daughter of Thanos, the, the machine one. The blue one. She is? That's Amy Pond, yes. <laughs> Whoa. Mind blown, because when I saw the Guardians the first time, I didn't know, and I hadn't really been watching Doctor Who at all. Weird. And then I started Go. watching Doctor Who, and then I watched it again, and Milo was like, oh, by the way, Nebula is yeah. Amy Pond. And oh. I was like, what? Good and the second the time I watched it, I totally caught it. You can totally see her in it. And yeah. it's great. Amy She's Pond phenomenal. Amy was, Pond,
2: she was good. But I, I enjoyed the, how she and, um, oh, God, her husband. Rory. Rory. It is. Okay, Rory. Okay. The one
1: who almost dies or does die every other episode.
2: Yeah. So I really enjoyed how they both t- were companions for the Doctor and yeah. that was really fun because their chemistry was fun. Just Amy by herself was a little annoying. You know, okay, I
0: hate Amy Pond yeah, because right. she's a skank. <laughs> like, really? in my opinion, like every single no time. No spoilers, please. No, no spoilers at all, but she lusts over the Doctor.
1: Who in, doesn't? In, in, fr- in is front super of her, cute. In, in
0: front of poor Rory. Rory only wants, to, only wants to be there to help it's her and love her. Ooh. He's like a nurse. Okay. He just wants if to protect her. you, you were, And Amy Ponds
2: just, like, arms wrapped if around. If you were I'm like, what the in
1: hell? the middle of space and time in a TARDIS... Wait, can you
2: use that word? With two double hockey sticks?
1: adorable women... Exactly. Oh, okay, fine. With two adorable women, how could you not...
0: Wait, who are the two adorable women? I don't know, if I'm one just hypothetically. Them, if, if I was in space with two adorable woman, women and one of them was my long-term girlfriend, <laughs> I would not be, be draping happy. my arms yeah. and coming onto the other one on a constant
1: basis. I feel like the coming on thing kind of goes away, though. Like, in the beginning of the season, it's totally there, and then it kind of switches to this sort of more... I don't, okay, Okay. One thing, whatever, it does, whatever
2: it does come down to, like, you know, Rory or the doctor, she did choose Rory. A few times, but there were a few times where she we have to count Especially when he dies. The, the Every story time story that he goes. dies true, or almost
1: true. dies, so she So wait, chooses it. you
2: haven't seen... The, right now, you're in the middle of uh, Amy Pond. Yeah. She's a companion right now. Yeah. Okay. I haven't okay. seen anything else. Well, I don't know okay. anything say else. We'll talk about right. this again oh, some other time. Oh, it's a dime. good... Uh, there's Shh, how don't that say anything happens, else. happens, it's good. Okay. Is
1: there anything else in the Oscars list No, 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 sorry, sorry.
2: Before Doctor, there was one more Doctor Who. Uh, Who was the other redhead? Uh, She was the louder one. She was the loud one. I
0: just know her as
2: actress Catherine. Okay, but I actually at first didn't like her, but then I really liked her with her her sense of humor was just big, and it was loud, and it was a nice change. It was so different from David Tennant. I'm not entirely sure that it worked out for the two of them, but I actually kind of liked the change that she brought because most of the companions were kind of quiet and complacent. Yeah. And then she comes along and she's just a big ball of energy. I just,
0: she's a comedian in the UK. Really?
2: Yeah, she has like
0: uh, well, a sketch sense. show and things like that. But I never really liked her too Ooh. much. So I was kind of, as soon as she was on there, I was like, mm. I was instantly kind of like,
2: Yeah, not for me. Eh. Well, I had fun. It was fun. So Oscars. Especially you talk about Oscars. Oscars? Okay. Well, I just
1: want to make sure that we've covered everything because I think we're...
2: We Maybe
0: way time? over time.
1: We're way over time. Way over time. Um, anyone see Gone Girl?
0: Nope. No. No one but saw that was, Gone that was Girl. Snubbed as well.
1: Oh, Interstellar's the Best. Well, Best Actress, Rosamund Pike, which I think is relatively could have slipped spot into on. Best
0: Picture though, couldn't it? From what I hear, Poor mm, Honestly,
1: picture. I I really don't think you can take a book like Gone Girl and make a Best Picture. You can't. You're gonna. You're always gonna disappoint half the people. Mm-hmm. And when I saw this film. I had read the book a few months before, and it just, yeah, uh, yeah, and I, I'm not a big fan of okay, Ben Affleck, fair. to be honest. Uh, Rosamund Pike, though, is lovely, and I had not seen her in, I don't think, anything since Pride and Prejudice, which was forever ago, and I always thought she was lovely in that, and seeing her in her own role and in a role that is so challenging and so intense um, was was great. I really think she stands a good chance with the Best Actress nomination.
0: Yeah, I think she's going to get it. Uh, I don't know, Well, they? Felicity Jones.
1: Felicity Jones, uh, Julianne Moore. Like, they're all really, really good contendants, to be honest. Mm. Um, I have not seen Wilde. I do not know Reese Witherspoon's performance at all. But she's kind of a veteran of the uh, of the acting yeah. world at this point.
0: It's kind of a shame that Channing Tatum wasn't nominated for... Best Actress? For Best Actor, Fox <laughs> Foxcatcher, like, Steve Carell
2: and... Um, Mark Ruffalo, both nominated for Foxcatcher, mm, mm. but no Channing Tatum. Yeah, I mean, t- I mean, I've that guy's got potential. I haven't seen anything where he's like, you know, Oscar like worthy. Mm. I haven't seen that yet. But uh, I mean, people talk about him a lot. and They he's, usually say good things. I was like, I was always
0: against him. I was like, that dude looks like he got stung in the face by a wasp and had a massive allergic reaction to it. <laughs> and then I was like, that I just is thought, so mean. I know. I just thought. <laughs> i'm british <laughs> but then i thought then i was like i saw him in uh, 21 jump street and i was like yeah. actually this guy's funny
2: yeah i just like the first thing i saw him in was uh, step or uh, step up or whatever he, uh, yeah. it was like one of the dance movies <laughs> um and okay I won't talk about the movie let's talk about him uh he did an amazing his dancing's amazing yeah, well, he like, used to actually be a stripper. yeah exactly. Well, okay, well yeah, Oscars are
1: not exactly. for dancing.
2: I know, but <laughs> no. so anyway, they should be. That should, should. be a new if category. He, if he brought Best in dancing on screen. To dancing to acting. Yeah. that's that's where I'm like, wow, you know, he's gonna be phenomenal. Um, but I you think know, that
0: they are making a new. They are talking <gasps> about making a new Jump Street movie, crossed with Men in Black.
1: I saw the first one. What?
0: Yeah, so
1: crossed with Men in Black. Yes. What?
0: Yeah, so Men in Black. Meets 21 Jump Street or I Jump Street. I would
1: potentially actually watch yeah, that. Yeah, uh, of course. Th- with
0: those two guys joining oh, the Men in Black. I probably would too. And it stays the... within that. Y- yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Everyone's like, oh my god, that's terrible. Maybe well, I'd watch it. Well... Because Will Smith would probably play like. No, they won't be in it. Oh. So it's just a crossing of the universes. It's something, but, you know, because the superheroes are getting away with it all the time and crossing movies. Every other studio is looking at their properties, so this thinking, is, "What can we mix?" This is just a. No, <laughs> it seems pretty. I was reading something today about it. Uh, it was within all the, the Sony email leaks when North Korea hacked Sony. Mm. This was divulged, and uh, something from the writers of, the Jump Street movies today said that yeah, they they are seriously considering. Nothing's changed.
2: I'd watch it. I probably would too. <laughs> I haven't even seen 21st Jump Street or 22nd. 21. Twenty
1: Twenty One Jump Street. Oh, it's, it's an, address. an
2: address. Whatever. It's
1: an address or an address, as 21st. John puts it.
2: You could say, little, what? It's a holiday, too. 21st Jump Street. <laughs> 21st of <laughs> January. It's Jump Street Day.
1: Have you ever watched the like the show, the original no, show? No, with Johnny Depp. So funny. Yeah,
2: no, same. But
1: part of partially funny because it's so updated. Uh, and. and wait.
2: Know. It's based on a TV show?
1: There's a TV show. This is Johnny Depp's rise to fame was 21 Jump Street, where it's uh, cops going undercover in a high school in the 80s.
2: Seriously, you should watch, you should watch the, the new movie. Watch th- I think I'll watch that, and then I'll watch Nightcrawler. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll do it the other way around. You might need no. a laugh after Nightcrawler. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, that's a good point. I'll just watch Guardians of the Galaxy again, then. It's mm. a good laugh.
1: We covered everything that we want to talk about.
2: Well, yeah, kind of, but I can always save material for next time. Except
0: for what's going on in Vancouver.
2: We can talk about that next time, because right now our viewers are
1: probably
2: tuckered out. Yeah. Our viewers.
1: The Oscars are more important today.
2: Yep, that Um, is very true. It is an Oscar special. Maybe
1: next time we will talk a little bit about Crazy Eights.
0: Yes, Crazy Eights, big filmmaking competition. Actually,
1: today, how much much time have we gone so far, Neve? We have 10 minutes. We have 10 minutes. Ten so minutes. Really quickly in 10 minutes, I'm just going to let you guys know that I believe it was today that the winners of Crazy Eights yesterday. Mm-hmm. Hold yesterday. on, wait. What
2: are the Crazy Eights? If you could explain to the people that don't know real
1: Okay. Quick. Um, crazy Eights is a local short film competition. I feel like Paul Armstrong right now. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go ahead and plug Crazy Eights. So basically, um, hundreds of teams submit a video pitch and then it gets narrowed down and a certain number of them get ch- chosen to come in for an in-person pitch and after that another number gets chosen to develop their scripts so you go in with the pitch, you don't necessarily have your script ready you write your script uh, with a team of um, writers helping you and then uh, moving on from that there's this you know a process of elimination until you get down to six teams. Six teams get eight days to make a film um, that is eight days start to finish uh, pre-production isn't quite included in that but basically day one you're on set Day two, you're on set. Day three, you're on set. And the rest of those days you have for post-production, editing, sound, music, etc. cetera. Um, so it's it's incredibly intense. Uh, John and I actually were involved in Crazy 8s last year and just as, you know, crew and stuff. Yeah, John I mean, produced was, one and I, I was an AD.
0: Yeah, I produced one of the Crazy 8s last year. It's, uh, they also give you $1,000 to make your film.
1: And lots of that's it. In, one, in-kind that's services.
0: And a lot of sponsorship so you crew up, like, I think I had a crew of about 45 people that were working on We Whoa. had we
1: had a online. day where we had I think something like 80 something people on set. That is uh, huge. We had so many extras. Us. We had a lot of backgrounds. So it's in, uh, no one is paid. No one paid. Uh, no one's paid. It's it's yeah. just it's the the purpose of it is that some people these people are given the opportunity to make a film with a little more funding than they would ordinarily have. And then this propels their careers in some way, and some some people really have come out of it um, incredibly successfully. But uh, yeah, we're we're excited about uh, seeing what happens this year with Crazy Eights, and maybe next time we'll go over uh, some of the winners and
0: yeah, and we can talk, talk a little about bit about that and our experiences working on those yeah totally working on those films and and what we learned and anything that we can share with you, the listener,
1: the potential Crazy Eights yeah. Uh, and writer, submitter.
0: There's so much going on in Vancouver at the moment, we've got the Vancouver Web Fest and this a couple of things going on, so want will come back to this cool, cool stuff. Yeah, I was just going
2: to say, it's actually one of the busiest years for Vancouver film industry in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, go us.
0: So, now you know a little bit about us, we've introduced ourselves, you know what we like, we don't like, I'm expecting a lot of hate mail about my Amy Pond skank comment.
1: I still have one coin left.
2: Uh, one. I have Should I one curse coin so we can do well. the
1: game? Well, we don't, or are you you gonna don't have to do something
2: embarrassing. I no. think we should
1: do the game. You guys go have, have been won. looking guys go for Rock, yeah, paper, got, scissors. Okay, we'll roll we'll, Okay, that's okay, two so out of three. Frank's going okay, to have to be the announcer of
0: okay, the Rock, we'll paper, scissors. Okay, we'll just be scissors. quiet and he
1: can okay. do
2: it. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors. Wait, oh, no, wait, wait. Okay, it's on the fourth. You, okay. Well, no, Frank he doesn't know right. how to do
1: rock-paper-scissors. No. This is great rock radio. Paper, okay, Shoot.
2: so what happened was uh, John was right on time with a scissors, and Anaisa was a little confused, and she brought her fist back up without making anything. Okay, so, it's so a rock! It's on the okay. rock-paper-scissors. On scissors, when you your okay. fist hits your okay. hand, that's it's when never, you come up I've with never one. I've never okay, played deep, like this. Scissors. Okay, rock-paper-scissors. Scissors. Oh, scissors. Uh, <laughs> I've
1: already won. Okay, so I already so won. won. Best two out of three. So wait, yep. we didn't establish whether the winner loses or the uh, I think wins, the loser. But wins. I think he, yeah. I think okay, he, so next week lose. I
2: will
0: do something or tell next you about week? something embarrassing that I've done.
2: Oh, oh that's. That I thought
1: that you should, should do something embarrassing right now.
2: If, if we can come up, make him do like an impression of something. That's what. That's the idea I had. Yeah. Was make him do an impression of something ridiculous. Okay, like John. Mhm. Like a velociraptor. Right now, you're Frank. Go. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Shh. Okay. I want
1: to see this.
0: <laughs> My name's Frank, and I play Rob on the Super Alliance, and I'm from California. <laughs>
1: You sound like you. Yeah, you sound like drunk John. Yeah, you do not yeah. sound like Frank.
0: I think that everybody sounds like drunk John. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: what drunk John thinks.
0: Okay, um, you can follow us
2: at uh, the Super Alliance. What's our Twitter? Let's plug our stuff. Uh, at Super Alliance uh, on Twitter or on Facebook at the Super Alliance. And what is the Super Alliance? The Super Alliance is a web series that was written by Neve and Anaïsa, and it was started back in uh, their days at Emily Carr University, where they studied film and other artsy things. And so, the Super Alliance is a short; it's a web series on YouTube that you can see, and it's uh, pretty much about people with powers and how they try to make a change in the world and come to terms with their powers. They're all misfits, and the ways that they go about it. And some of them want to make changes in the world, some for good and some not so good.
1: And Frank is one of our lead cast members.
0: And I'm a producer, and as stated, Anissa is one of the writers. So you can follow us at The Super Alliance on Twitter. Come to our Facebook page. Please I think it's like at,
1: Super at, at Super Alliance.
2: At Super Alliance. At Super Alliance.
0: Yeah. Yep, and uh, I'm on Twitter at Lucky John.
1: At Iris Jane, E-R-I-S Jane.
2: Which is really weird because... Yeah, anyway. One
1: and, day we'll talk about it.
2: And uh, I'm at Frank R. Bailey IV, I think. Yeah, IV, because my last name is a Roman I have a Roman numeral, the fourth, anyway. Because it's fancy. At Frank R. Bailey IV. There you go.
0: Okay. All right, we'll sign off now. Um, thanks for listening, everybody. And Thank
1: you. Uh, we hope we didn't bore you too much.
0: We didn't. I can guarantee that. Enjoy your diggles.
1: Oh, <laughs> enjoy your diggles. And <laughs> I'm, I'm going to make John do something extra embarrassing for next week because this this was not Thanks. successful. I
0: think we need a good sign-off. Enjoy your diggles is too much like enjoy your burritos, brother. Burrito, brother. Uh, this I mean, has been Steve an awkward alien <laughs>
1: transmission. <laughs>